the awkward mom and Rennie just chilling here. Um, she's got a little fox bracelet on. And what else? The seahorse. Yeah. So we've been stuck in the house for a long time, right? We have. How do you feel about that? You feel good? Do you like being at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Getting a lot of stuff done around the house, constantly cleaning, but spending a lot of time together. Yeah. Um, taking Declan for lots of walks. We've been painting, right? And doing homeschool. Mm-hmm. What else have you been doing? Going to bed. Mm-hmm. Going to bed. Yes. What else? Do we watch? Do we play video games? Mhm. Yeah. We've been playing that. We've been doing school, right? So, just a little update here from me um, about. Oh yeah. About what's been going on with me. Um, I want to start back podcasting again. I know I haven't been making content. It was kind of a burnout slash, um, then this thing piggybacked it and it was just kind of like not, not feeling it till now. So, um, so thank you for everybody who's been listening, even though I haven't been making anything. So, how did this all thing, this whole thing moved really quickly. I'm sure most of you know, but for those of you who don't know, because there's some places in Illinois that still have really no cases, but there's places like in Peoria who have like seven cases, very little, but it's clearly spreading. So, I live closer to Chicago, and the last time that I had checked... Um, let's see, I can actually tell you right now. So, um, as I'm trying to file for unemployment, they have a map on their COVID site. And right now in Chicago, there's 782 cases of coronavirus or COVID-19 detected or have been tested for. This is a huge jump because a couple of days ago, it was only like 500. So, um... Cook County, which is the county next to mine, has 412 cases. And I live in Kane. DuPage County is also close to me. It's the, another neighboring county. They have 103. And Kane has 24. And that jumped a lot, too, because a couple of days ago it was only like 17, 15, 16, 17. So this thing is definitely spreading beyond Chicago. So this whole thing is is moving quickly. When when this first became a problem, um it was like, hey, you guys should stay home. Don't, you know, we suggest, you know, at first it was like, 
no more than 100 people at your events, that type thing. But things were still business as usual. And then within one week, my salon had decreased hours to, bless you, nine hours a day in the salon. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Jeez, Declan. He's got some sneezes, doesn't he? And then... um. Then it decreased. Then literally the next day after they decreased salon hours, they had my manager had called me saying, "Yeah, we're shutting down the salon." And it was also that day that Governor Pritzker put in order our stay-at-home order for businesses until April seventh. So within one week, almost or at least a week and a half. I went to having a steady job, steady income, to having no job at all. Filing for unemployment has been a nightmare. I will try again today I online. I want to do me. Yeah. Um, here you go. Here you want to color? You can color in there. So I... Um, Went to go apply for unemployment online, and uh, it met with Busy Tone, and and this is since I got laid off. So every day consists of waking up early to kind of contact unemployment before the um, before everybody calls in. Hi, Whiskey Cat. Come on up here. And. Uh, yeah, so um, that's what I'm doing. When I log in to certify for my benefits, it's telling me that there's some sort of error and that I need to speak to a, a person about it at the office. So when I do that, I am met with the busy signal and fighting other millions of people to certify for benefits. And it's funny because they don't have, you know, you get through the through the entire dialer system and you punch in all the numbers, and then they're like, if you have any other questions, which is where I need to go, press this number, okay? So I press the number, and then they say, oh, you know what? We're busy right now. It, sorry, your call mean is important to us. Please call us back later. And it's like, really? You don't have any way to reroute people to sit in a queue or something to have their calls answered? So now it is my job to contact the governor or somebody because I need this money to start coming in. You know, they project business to be open till April 7th, but I don't realistically see that happening because as you can see in New York, things are going to start peaking in about 14 to 21 days. So this isn't over as much as people like to think it is who want to shuttle people off back to business. I think it's a really bad idea and I don't think that we are out of this thing yet and I think it's going to be a while all the health experts that I try to read up on this thing about and gain knowledge and see what I'm up against all of they say it's at least going to be a year before this thing we're done with it I mean it's going to be a constant battle for for at least six months and I'm afraid that if we get back to work around April 7th, that we will making be making things worse. 
I worry about my dad all the time. And I worry about my sister. They both went on a cruise. My dad has come back, and he, he seems fine, but my sister seems sick, and I worry about her every day. But she has allergies, so it's hard to tell. And she lives in Texas, and they've been closing things down uh, as well. So, um, I hope you all are doing okay through this. I have realized that I, um, I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would. Thank you. And I'm not as worried as I thought I would be. But one thing I do have to do is prepare myself or understand what's going to happen before I have to go through it, if that makes sense. So I need to know what I'm up against. So I've been following this thing. I've been following this thing ever since it started. And I... The best thing that I can recommend for people, especially people who are scared, is um, when you're consuming content about COVID-19, a lot of places want your attention and they want you to have your eyes on their media. So they use a lot of sensationalist headlines and they like to incite fear, unfortunately. If you can get past the scary headlines and actually read the article, most of the time you're going to find the exception to the rule of, of their dramatic statement. So like one thing, or just don't pay any attention to sensationalist headlines. I, was, I had a Mashable um, article pop up and it said something like, um, COVID-19 ravaged my town and here's what it was like. And it almost like angered me. It's like, you know, I'm not even going to read that because clearly you're just trying to incite fear. And, you know, if it was just as simple as my town experienced COVID-19 and, and this is, you know, this is what happened, that would be a different story. But it was clearly over the top and annoying. I- Whiskey. So, I don't know. Um, Stay home. That's the best thing you can do. I don't go out unless I have to. And uh, I went out the other day for dog food, and it was like, am I going to go to Jewel or Target where everybody's going, or am I going to go to Pet Supplies Plus? Food's Mama, more expensive. Can we go to the Target? No, we can't. Why? Because some people are sick and we don't want to get sick. But we can figure something out to do today. It's supposed to be nice. Yes, and it's supposed to be clean. And warm. And stuffy. So... I went to this Pet Supplies Plus, and there was, like, literally only two people there. Customers. Okay. Go, girl. So, I spent a little bit more on food, but I'm not sick. 
so far as I know. And uh, it just wasn't jam-packed. So if you can shop at places you might have to shell out a little bit more money at, but you know nobody's really shopping there. I mean, it seems like a good way out for temporarily. But I am aware that some people don't have the option to spend more money on things, so I understand that. School system's been really great. U46 school system's been passing out food. Um, Charlie and Dylan's teachers have been engaged through Class Dojo, which is nice. I haven't heard from Quinn's teacher yet, but she does have a Chromebook, so maybe she is messaging Quinn through there, but she's not contacting me. But her husband was sick, and I hope he's okay, and I hope he did not get sick with this thing. So I'm waiting to see what's going on. Um, and trying to think of anything else to say about this. Pick up a hobby, right? Mommy? Yeah. I love you. I love you too. Read a book. Spend time. Um, I will talk about the tarot spread quickly that I did, and then I'll kind of end it so it's not a super long thing, but maybe I will just Declan. Maybe I will just podcast every week kind of what's been going on around here. Um, so I do tarot. I read tarot cards and uh, it's something that I do here and there, but uh, I really like, I really love doing it. So I was watching actually a um, a tarot slash oracle reading from, the, I forget the account name, but um, somebody that, a mutual follower who gave a really great reading and inspired me to pull out my cards, even though I was freaking out a little bit and see what, what I can see about this situation right now. So something I will say is that tarot cards are not like giving, I mean, it's not like some, in my eyes, how I see this. Um, it's not like witchcraft to me. Um, I'm more of a realist. I do believe in, I, I am more spiritual, but I also like am a skeptic. So if it seems silly I don't really like to do it so but the cool thing about tarot is that each card means something and that depending upon what your situation is you can take the meaning of each card and try to apply it with what's going on and you'll get some clarity out of it and this one happened to be pretty pretty interesting so I will tell you you can let me know what you think Follow me on theawkwardmom.com, the Instagram, theawkwardmom, and um, you can follow the Facebook page, but pretty much I operate on Instagram. So, three card spread, context of the situation, obstacle, and advice. And so... The advice, the obstacle, or excuse me, the context of the situation was the 
Queen of Swords. And it was Queen of Swords upright. And so this card is like a woman sitting in a throne with a sword holding and one hand extended. And um, this card is described as something called the mass cutter. What it does is it exposes truths. And I think this is appropriate for this kind of situation. It's bringing things to light. It is showing you or people, and this I did globally as a nation. It's not just my reading or reading for an individual. It's for the entire country. And so um, it exposes truths, brings things to light, accepting hard truths, hard pills to swallow. So what that means and how I interpret that, and it's already coming kind of apart, so, okay, so you've got the, the Queen of Swords exposing hard truth. So in my, in my eyes, that means that you're going to start seeing, and this is, goes to many aspects of our, of our lives, things we've never paid attention to that now become blatantly obvious because we have no choice but to confront them. I think this means politically like the people that we have elected into office. Now they're put to the test to do the thing that they say that they're going to do. And that is having the best interest of the American people. And right now you're seeing that that's kind of not working out all the time with the stimulus package. Luckily, I just saw a headline today. Looks like they are... Come on. Looks like they are... Um, They've reached an agreement finally, but that wasn't really working out. Um, and it was more so, and the lack of communication that we were getting in the beginning about the virus being a hoax. And that was the time where we could have really kind of closed, started really restricting movement then and closing things down. And we didn't. We waited, and now things are growing here. And I think, actually, well, also, um, I think we're going to see more that this is something that's going to last way longer than we think it is. Um, it was said that younger people weren't affected like this and most of the people that are younger are fine but there's more cases coming out where people my age in their 30s and younger are getting the cases and they are becoming infected and seriously sick and that wasn't communicated in the beginning maybe people didn't know that yet but now that's coming to light also i think that works on an individual level um relationships that you're dealing with, um, especially those that you have to stay home with. Um, how are they working out? How is, you can see what kind of employer you have based on um, how they treat you in a crisis. And I don't want to be unfair because nobody saw something like this coming. And I can't say that business is really prepared for something this catastrophic to happen. So I definitely understand that. And there's also difference between how many people are employed with a company 
and how much that company can afford to pay their workers on a leave. Some places I've heard have been closed and they've paid their employees like Warby Parker, which is a glasses company. And I know they're a newer, younger company and they only have maybe two stores in Illinois. So I know they're not overly huge out here, but they're present. They shut their doors and they paid their employees, I think for two weeks. Other places like my job, which probably they have way more locations, especially in the East. Um, they pretty much were saying before this, when the salon hours got cut and before uh, everything was shut down, they said, you can, uh, you have the choice to not come in if you're worried. We won't fault you for that, but you will have to use your PTO. And that to me was a little crazy. And uh, now I have the option of unemployment, but I have to little, literally battle almost every other American to get it until I can get my online situation figured out. My second card was the obstacle card, which is the Page of Wands Reversed. Page of Wands Reversed um, is... Uh, let me pull up my notes here because I've told this reading quite a few times. But um, I still have trouble remembering. Um, so, page of wands reverse indecision, lack of communication, abandonment of a plan, plans not working, withdraw from support of a plan. Um, so, maybe it's like the stimulus package that was thrown together, and I hope they've come to an agreement on it. But um, that wasn't working so well because people had to put their agendas aside and finally settle on the American people. And I understand why people were having, the parties were having a problem putting stuff together. But you can't have that problem when there's so many people out of work. It's easy for me to say I'm not in a branch of government. Really? But it just seems really important to me when there's so many people unemployed that you figure, you make the goal paying people and I, I don't know. But oh, knock on wood, it's done. But uh, plans not coming together. And this is before the stimulus thing had been done. I need to do another um, reading. So I will be doing that. And uh, the um, lack of communication with in the beginning, we weren't communicated, uh, communicated to about how dire the situation was. And I think that really set us back because we could have been preparing. It's also a lot of lack of communication going on. You can see it in New York, right? Look at Governor Cuomo. He is literally begging for supplies. And the federal government is saying, you know what? Why don't you cut out the middleman and see if you can get your best price? But guess what? That's not working. I think I saw it yesterday where... Um, City of New York still needs 30,000 ventilators. 
and he governor cuomo brought up a, a point where the uh there is a stockpile of 20,000 ventilators and i i apologize because i don't remember this was late at night um so i don't remember the department or the name of the the guy leading it but this person will not release them to new york and Governor Cuomo is simply saying, let us use it. It's really bad here. We need more beds. We need more PPE, which is the gowns and everything. You hear that all over the news, the masks, the gowns. They've kind of beefed that up. And um, we need more beds, more ventilators. And when we're done with the ventilators, we can move them to the next area of the United States that's going to be hit next. And he clearly made a good point. He has like 25,000 people who are sick with this stuff. And the cases are growing. And they're expected to get worse within 14 to 21 days. You look at California, and they only have about 2,000 cases. And I'm, it, I know it's more than 2,000 alone. But that just kind of gives you an idea where the urgency is needed. And it's not happening. And he's begging for these supplies and he's having to outbid other states for medical supplies and jacking the prices up. It's like a bidding war. And that's, I don't understand that. That's terrible. Not only are you making a really scary situation worse, you're turning states against each other for necessary supplies. That's outrageous. Lack of communication. Bad idea. Excuse me. The last card, which is uh, the advice card. And this was a Two of Cups reversed. And if you look at the Two of Cups, you can Google these cards and you'll see. And you can even try to analyze them on uh, your own and see what you pull out of these cards. Because really it's up to the, the interpreter. You have a basic idea of what each cups mean, each excuse me card means, but you can kind of make it your own and interpret it yourself. So the advice card was uh, two of cups reverse. On this card, you can see two people holding holding a cup, chaliced, and um, they kind of uh, they're standing close next to each other. But the card is reversed, and when a card is reversed, it means there's blocked energy. Some people don't read reversals. I think you should because clearly it's it if it's presented to you that way, there's something going on that's telling you it should be read this way. So the advice for that was a problem with relationships. Um in um it could mean relationships or marriages not working out um so if we're talking on a global scale about this pandemic our the way we have socialized with each other has changed dramatically we are now i went to my first virtual birthday party for my friends one of my best friends three-year-olds and so, you know, we're not just able to call and say, hey, I'm coming over. You know, we can't just meet up at the library anymore. We pretty much have to FaceTime. And, uh, you know, I met up with another friend on the day of the lockdown. Um, 
the official stay at home. And I met up before that all went into place and we just pretty much sat in our cars so we could be all make sure that we're social distancing. So it also means that one with the good comes the bad, right? With love comes pain. I think that we as a nation have been really um, fortunate that we haven't really seen a huge crisis like this in a long time. We have seen 9-11 and that was probably the biggest thing. I mean, this is becoming bigger, but it's, don't mistake, the importance of 9-11 is not smaller than. But that was our last major shakeup in the country. There have been mass shootings, and I've said this before. Um, that is obviously tragic and terrible, and each one of those is is important in its own right. But what I'm saying is, for the most part, for most Americans, life was going business as usual until now. And I think it's a call to remember that... We are not indestructible. America is just like any other country. It is a great country. We have a lot of freedoms that we don't realize that we have until something like this happens. And then it's a sobering and humbling reality check. So you're pretty much seeing like, you know, look at Iraq and Iran and, and or third world countries who are not only dealing with being a third world country, but they now have to deal with COVID-19. And um, it's crazy because we're getting a glimpse of what it's like to live in those kinds of situations. We can't leave our homes. People are, are looting and rationing food. You know, people are getting sick. And uh, I think it's something to say, you are a great country, you have these freedoms, appreciate the freedoms that we have, because it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're the United States of America, you can become that of a third world country in a second. Look at how fast it took for Italy to become to the state of where it is now. And our economy is going, is like collapsing. So I think it's a call for us to be grateful now, even though we're on lockdown, there's so much still to be grateful for. And it's a call that when this thing is over to remember and to continue to help each other. And um, I think we should be more focused on voting in the best interest of everybody and stop looking at sides of who's right and wrong about certain things. I have to vote Democratic, but I because of the way that Senator Sanders was treated last election and quite, quite honestly this one with the DNC I will no longer 
um, be a Democrat. If anything, I will try to be as centrist as I can. Whoever's policies make the most sense for the most people, that sounds the way to go. And um, I think it's also something to realize who we are electing that have the interests of their CEOs, corporations, and rich friends over the American people. Because clearly here we are asking for supplies, asking nurses, asking tattoo shops, asking cosmetic tattooists, nail salons to dump off their PPE because we don't have the supplies that we could get that's not in our best interest. And somebody's not looking out for us. And it's a little messed up. But I'm going to get off my soapbox here because I didn't mean for it to go down that, that route. So thank you so much for listening. I'm so sorry it's taken me forever to make a video or a podcast. Excuse me. I just kind of have not had it. I just was, uh, I don't know. I just, if I, and I'm not, you know what? I love I a lot of respect to people who podcast nonstop. It, I I just sometimes I just don't have it in me to do it, and I can't force myself to do something that I'm just not feeling at that time. But I will continue to podcast, and I will, for the most part, be pretty regular. I think what I will do is when I start feeling like I'm losing steam, I'm just going to communicate that right up front so you guys know what's going on so you're not like where to go um but um yeah thank you so much for listening check me out on instagram the awkward mom the awkward mom and the awkward mom.com a-w-k-w-y-r-d-m-o-m i am made i did make a vlog it's kind of talking about the same thing here so you don't so if you want to watch it you can there's a little bit more on homeschooling there um, so I'm going to edit that and post that. I also have another video that I've been working on, which I will edit and post. And that's a little bit more fun. Hopefully take your mind off it. That was the first Awkward Mom video. I'll probably post that first because it's almost done. It's about a makeup review from Glossier that I got for Christmas. Best, glo- best makeup set I've ever got. And it's, um, it's literally there's nothing to it and that's the best part it's like a a highlighter a brow um, pomade a blusher and some lip balm and it's and a sample so yeah so go to the awkward mom youtube channel if you want to see that i'm going to try to do more videos with the girls for the mcnamara family channel we've been slacking on that too we just haven't been able to think of everything it's harder when your kids grow up They don't like doing the cutesy baking stuff anymore. They kind of do, but, you know, we're into gaming now. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you stay safe and be well. There's somebody who has gotten sick in my neighborhood, and I'm thinking about her every day. And if you happen to hear this, I love you very much, and I hope you are reunited with your family soon because she is self-quarantining just in case. So a lot of love and light to your family, and I hope that the rest of you stay happy, safe, and well. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.